Should we say something crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple hearty swigs here. Get myself in trouble. <laughs> I have for us today a cautionary tale. Uh, okay. A brief cautionary tale uh-huh. uh, about no one in particular. But once upon a time in Catholic high school with the uniforms and everything. Uh, oh stu- students were expected to start uh, class, and you had to come out with a, a verse or a prayer of your choosing. Oh. And this, well, in, and this in particular started. student, who shall remain nameless, it was uh, woefully unprepared. Mandrew Antoya. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He was unprepared, and um, class was silent. It was his turn. His or her turn. All eyes on him. And he, just, he stands up and you just hear, in darkest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Everything was going okay until he said the part about Green Lantern's light. At which beware point, my power. Yeah, beware my power, Green Lantern's light. Oh, which at we, that point... Uh, you were clearly was, worshipping a magic entity. He was promptly... <laughs> well, literally yep. CNL. Yeah. Yeah. Off to the principles again. <laughs> I guess on that note, welcome. Uh, yeah, well, I think, I think that brings us around. A bit of a soft intro for you. Yeah. Huh. Welcome yeah. to the show. Uh, yeah. How do you top that? Like, we just know, stop I'm now. Possible. Right? Yeah. I mean, See you yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are we are enjoying a, a nice mix of. Several things I need tonight. Gin, foremost amongst them. Yeah. Thank you, Beef Eater. Slash Thank you, Beef Eater. Slash London. Slash London. London. Wow, we're off to a good start. We're off to a good <laughs> start. Uh, yeah, so I'm drinking gin and coconut and pineapple. Oh, I didn't see coconut. Yeah. yeah, nice. It's quite nice. It's quite nice. Were you confusing like a... our studio with perhaps a tropical beach? I wish. I wish uh, Harambe Studios was shot from a tropical location. But that's finally on tape. <laughs> well, he was shot in the zoo. There goes our PG-13 rating already. Oh, man. Uh, Andrew and I are... Uh, enjoying a drink he concocted on his birthday. So he said. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I invented. Yeah. It's called the birthday blast. Uh, gin, grapefruit juice, and a little bit of uh, some kind of sparkling water soda. Yeah. Groundbreaking. In, in no proportions in general. How, how does yeah. he do it? <laughs> Seasoned to taste, if you will. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that, that rounds that out, which brings us to uh, our crowd favorite section. If we had a crowd, I assume this would be their favorite section. Yeah. Well, stats say about 20 people listen so far, and only 18 were us. <laughs> uh, yeah, Polar Pass. Uh, as always, we were starting off with the Marvel, because Andrew writes the list, and he likes Marvel. Uh, accurate, yeah, yeah. What's yeah that's, that's a fair point. All right. Uh, we'll rapid fire round. Ready. Andrew, uh, lay it on me when we get to it. Here we go. All new Wolverine. Uh, pass. Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Absolutely cool. It's amazing. Captain America Steve Rogers. Uh... Gonna say pool for now, but the comic shop was out of. They didn't get the delivery in, so I haven't read it yet. But but I'm going to pull it. Okay, be playing on pulling it. Daredevil. Uh, pass. Deadpool. Pass. 
Doctor Strange, Punisher, Magic Bullets. Pool. Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. Pool. Great Lake Avengers. Pass. Guardians of the Galaxy. Pass. A little something I like to call IVX. A little something I like to call Pool. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Pass. Marvel Universe Guardians of Galaxy. Uh, uh, I think I already said pass for that, so <laughs> pass. Uh, Mighty Thor. Pass. Miss Marvel. Pass. Occupy Avengers. Pass. Power Man and Iron Fist. Pass. Rocket Raccoon. Mm, I said pool one, but now pass. Yeah, okay. Uh, Silk. I almost pulled it today. I hadn't in a while, but still a pass. But I almost did. I almost pulled. Okay. What? What almost brought you back in? Ah, the art kind of looked cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. Spider Man. Uh, pass. Any particular reason this week? Uh, it's not Amazing Spider-Man, so as everyone knows, I am uh, a star supporter of Amazing Spider-Man. As everyone knows. Yes. Spider-Man Deadpool. Uh, I'll say pool. Uh, from, from what I'm hearing, it's been good. Yeah. Totally Awesome Hulk. Pass. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Ooh, you know, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Uncanny Avengers. Um, pass. Uncanny X-Men. Pool. Okay. That rounds out Marvel, which brings us to Aria with DC. Big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's on, a tough act on, to follow. Strong week as well. Let's, yeah. let's see what happens. Action comics. Pull. All-star Batman. Absolutely pull. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Pass. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh, Deathstroke. Uh, pass. Detective comics. Pull. Flash. Pull. Gotham Academy second semester. Pass. <laughs> Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Pull. Justice League of America Vixen Rebirth number one. That's number one. Yes. It's, uh, it's as our as our rule. Uh, uh, pull the number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Are you like Vixen? <laughs> Justice League Power Rangers number one. Yeah, pull. I mean, it's the number uh, one. So yes, you have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that's also a yeah. <laughs> Justice League Suicide Squad number four. Pull. New Superman seven. Pass. Red Hood and the Outlaws. Pull. Suicide Squad. Pass. Supergirl. Pass. Superwoman. Pass. Titans. Pull. Wonder Woman. Pass. Wow. Yeah. A couple of surprising upsets. Wow. <laughs> Unbeatable Squirrel Girl really threw me for a loop. That's, yeah, you thought, you thought. Yeah, I, I mean, you really bringing me in. I was like, oh, to no, to no surprise, he's gonna, he's gonna pull it, and then. Uh, <sighs> well, what are you gonna do? I, I <laughs> guess move to pick of the week. Yeah, I guess we're gonna move to pick of the week. Who, uh, who's gonna start us off? Uh, well, as you have ordered on this list, uh, it looks like alphabetical order. Is it? Would, yeah. uh, nope. No, oh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's yeah, not. Whoever reads past the first letter, it's A A L. That's I mean, Arya, bring us in. All right. Uh, DC had another pretty strong week. Um, I was torn between the Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns and All Star Batman, but honestly, All Star Batman was just awesome. Uh, Agreed. A lot of. A lot of text, a lot of talking, uh, not so much action, but when it did pick up, it really just like hit the ground running. Um, so All-Star Batman 5 wrapped up the Harvey Dent and Two-Face storyline, which was just fantastic, and you know, I was really looking forward to what Snyder had up his sleeve to follow up. Uh, and the intro to the Mr. Freeze storyline here has been really, really great so far. Um, 
you find that Batman sort of like trekking through this frozen wasteland of this area that uh, Mr. Freeze has commandeered. Um, and as he may, he's wearing some like suit and he's got these like what he jokingly calls uh, mitten warmers. Um, <laughs> he basically creates them out of copper, so they're super hot, and he's using them to fight these, um, for lack of a better reference, like White Walkers that, that uh, <laughs> Mr. Freeze has created. Okay. So he's gone through, and he says there's been like 200-something people, or 60-something people, somewhere in the double, between double and triple, triple digits number of people cryogenically frozen in the world, and he's gone through recently and woken each one of them up, um, and basically enslave them and the turn them part. into white walkers like yeah crazy i mean zombies. like basically the way they look is, is, is walt is disney yeah. uh no i think he left him in there he doesn't he was a little raise. too anti-semitic uh yeah there might be one wearing mickey mouse ears i don't know um and so you know batman's being attacked by these demon thing white walkers and uh they get him, and they sort of pull the suit off, and so now he's exposed to, to the, the freezing temperatures and all that. Uh, and Mr. Freeze kind of thinks he's he's winning, and he tells him that he has this, like, really old frozen block of ice. I think it's, like, 950, it's some obscene age, um, 950 million years old or something like that. And in it, Batman lets him know that it's it's contained uh, a bacteria that when loosened, loosed upon the world... Let loose upon the world. Let loose upon the world is probably. I mean, who knows? We're drinking gin. Yeah, we're drinking gin. Say whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Once it's let loose upon the world, when it melts and it's exposed, it it will like uh, sorry, uh, effectively just eat away at the world, and more specifically, people are going to be the worst affected. Um, So some sort of like necrotic disease. And Mr. Freeze is like, yeah, it's going to be great. It'll kill off all these people. (laughs) Me and my White Walkers will be frozen. Then I'll finally wake up Nora, which like... Oh, finally. Yeah, it's it's been a long time, dude. Just like... (laughs) Let it go. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. That's still his like driving factor. Like, like yeah, yeah. Like, she's just not totally dead. It's kind of the one thing to me. Like it's really, it gives you that whole like yeah, he's so loyal and he loves her and all that sort of like the humanity of it is there. Mm. But I think it's the one reason I've never really enjoyed Mister Freeze as like a villain is because it's like always has this bottled up wife of his in this like <laughs> tank of magic water and she's in stasis and all this sort of, it's always been very weird to me um yet another person but he's uh, he's, a, he's a cool villain like he's absolutely bottle. just <laughs> <laughs> i mean I think we can all agree that arnold schwarzenegger was the best mr freeze but anyway, oh absolutely <laughs> moving oh, quickly no, no across contest. that point no contest <laughs> um what mr freeze realizes is when batman's suit was pulled off his skin was exposed and this virus that Batman has injected himself with, this bacteria he's injected himself with, raises his core temperature and is cold resistant. So it's basically, the, the burn marks you see are from the coils in the suit that he had. He basically overheated them and they burned his arms. But now he's just running super hot. And it's cold resistance. So now he doesn't feel the cold and all this. He's fighting Mr. Freeze. He's bleeding from like every orifice on his face. And he locks himself inside the tube that Mr. Freeze was going to use to avoid the blast. <laughs> He's like, well, well, well. I mean, like, it's... All-Star Batman really shows you Batman's fucking insane. Yeah, he's like, a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely yeah, nuts. Yeah, he is. 
And so the this strike force that was coming in to just incinerate the tower that Mr. Freeze is on, uh, Batman's asking him to stop because it's going to melt that bacteria and everything. So yeah, sure. once this bacteria kicks in, he's just like, well, what's going to happen is I'm just going to lock myself in this tube that you were going to use to avoid the blast, and then I'm going to pop out and the virus that's in my blood is going to destroy this other virus. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's I think his plan. That's, the, that's, that's the science holds, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's Batman. Like... He would know. I mean, I'm no scientist. Yeah, I believe Batman. What's what's funny, and I mentioned it earlier, is there's a, period, a point where he's explaining the science behind like the those bat mitten warmers that he jokingly calls, and he's just like, it's created out of copper for the the most amount of conduction. I guess it runs through electricity or whatever. Um, and there's a line where he's talking about he's like, while developing them hours ago, it's just like he's he just basically made it straight. He came up with this plan like less than twelve hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> like it's bananas to think that Batman could just do all of this um, but it really just like his the lengths that he's willing to go to in this all-star series has been so cool mm-hmm. I've never been more like Batman is awesome he's one of those characters you grow up with but I've never been more a fan of Batman than these all-star uh, issues so far and that's kind yeah. of the point of the all-star stuff to, to to remove some of the restraints of being like tied down to the main central storyline, story yeah, tied yeah. in, or have like care about continuity. Yeah. Yeah. You're just doing. You're, you're a one shot kind. It's of. like a pure like essence of the character, like boiled down into these cool stories. Yeah. Um, and you kind of got a sense of that, like it, it was under the surface of all the stuff Snyder was doing, in like the not the rebirth, but like New Fifty Two. Yeah. Like Snyder's Batman stuff in New Fifty Two was was great, fantastic, and it was like pushing that, the envelope. That's Court of Owls, Court of Night of Owls, Night of Owls, Court of Owls, City of Owls, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. so you get the sense that like, it, so when it was announced that he was doing All Star Batman, you just knew like you're in for this a ride. Was be yeah, ridiculous. It was absolutely phenomenal. Definitely as good as some of the other comics were. This was just far and above the for sure pick mm-hmm. of the week for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I was glad that they they introduced such a strong follow up to the Two Face story. Yeah, I was wondering how they were going to follow it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't. Mr. Freeze isn't touched on in any of the All Star prior to this, right? No, yeah. it's all it's all the Two Face thing. That kind of wheel of pain, or like Which is still in here. The wheel of pain part five is at the end. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's. Um, Duke and Batman find themselves against the annual Riddler riddle. So every year on the the anniversary of his zero-year attack, Riddler has something planned. And and based on the story, he had mentioned or set the expectation when he was caught originally in that zero-year attack that he has set up a bunch of different riddles Mm. for the future. And every year, another one happens. And this year, it's effectively a giant crossword puzzle in an apartment building. Um, and it's, I mean, it's, it's, it, this is the ridiculous part of Batman, right? This yeah. kind of reminds me of like the old sixties, uh, uh, series and everything. But, uh, it, you know, Duke is on like a zip line walking down the building and uh, Batman has like a tablet that he's guessing different words that can fit this crossword puzzle. <laughs> and really it's only three Batman's words. Batman's on the sidelines doing the crossword. He's like, I will be rid of this time. Yeah. No. And that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. And even the, the art is like a little cartoony and whatnot. Yep, and it's, yep. um, but it ends in like there's a, a visit to the Riddler and, and Duke sees this guy that he had put away or they had put away who was a friend of his I guess, uh, Daryl Gutierrez. And I don't know what the the connection is with it there because it's sort of just like, you know, my intention was to help people, but my powers kind of made me uh, dangerous to everybody else. Um, 
So Batman ends up guessing pain is the last word, and Duke sort of dives in to try and help save these people, even though there's like, what is that? Five, seven, ten people in this building all spread out across the floor, so across five floors. Yeah, it's like a ridiculous task to, yeah. to try and He would never get to all of them and it's booby trapped, and so he tries to dive in as Batman guesses it wrong, and then there's this huge explosion, and all you see is Duke in the midst of this explosion, kind of getting flung off the side of this building. So Presumably to death. Yeah, to lie. One would think so, it, but it looks yeah. like his Batman motorcycle suit may have saved his life. Who oh, knows? You're yeah, right. Batman awesome. We'll find yeah. out on uh Next week's episode of Dragon Ball Z, I guess. Ah, I can't wait. Yeah. Or, or just next All Star Batman. In Could a be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Strong showing for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, that leads us to Andrew's pick of the week. Am yeah. I next? If we're going, yeah. I mean, if we're going alphabetically, it's it's yeah. your next, baby. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Amy, what do you got uh, as your surprise? Uh... Many people would assume that I would pick uh, Renew Your Vows. Many people, at yeah. least me. Yeah, With yeah. me so being probably the strongest supporter of that series. Uh, but this week was a little bit of a filler. Uh, nothing really new happened. And lo and behold, kind of out of nowhere, uh, Uncanny X-Men, issue 17, and Inhumans vs. X-Men <laughs> tie-in kind of snuck up out of nowhere, and that is my pick of the week. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. I'm going to, I suspect we may be talking about IVX later in the episode, and this takes place after IVX, so I'll attempt to just kind of gloss over those points, but the the story really opens up, you're in uh, the hell dimension, Limbo, Mm -hmm. uh, and you have Rachel Gray, um, the future daughter of Cyclops and Jean Gray, and Sabretooth tracking Inhumans who are trapped in Limbo. So they're trying to track them down and save them. Presumably they're like, well, they're going to die. Demons are everywhere. Mm. This is no good for them. So they're looking for them. They're tracking them down. Uh, they're coming across dead bodies everywhere. They're like, well, he's dead. Demon got this one. <laughs> um, all the while, they're like questioning like why like why they, they brought the Inhumans there to begin with. They're like, this, this doesn't seem like the best plan. They're all getting killed. Um, Rachel Gray is obviously more concerned with it than Sabretooth. Sabretooth is like, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, so. well, you know, a win's yeah. a win. Right, right. So, <laughs> at a certain point, Sabretooth picks up a scent, but he, he doesn't really make a big deal out of it. And he's like, yo, they find an inhuman, and he's like, hey, Rachel, just get this guy out of here. I'll keep looking. Uh, and then, like, meet up with you later. Uh, so, it's just Sabretooth at this point. And he comes up across uh, probably a character that probably a lesser known character, Mo uh, Monet, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is a female X Men character who has essentially super strength and super speed. Um, and she she really kind of came on the scene recently, back a, maybe a year and a half ago with. Uh, just a standalone standard X-Men team. Mm-hmm. Kind of did her stint there. At a certain point, her brother, who is a vampire-type character, who feeds off of mutants to kind of save him, she took on his, essentially, for lack of a better word, disease. So she's got this almost, like, parasitic, like, need to feed off of mutants. It gives her, like, creepy tentacles and, like, weird, like, orifices in her hands that she, like, drains life forces from mutants. It's kind of creepy. Is he? Is he a part of her though? He is a part of her. He's like merged with her. Okay. So she 
So her brother is no longer a separate character? No, it's like merged in with her with the goal that eventually she could hold in that... Because that, he was basically going on a killing rampage, just like taking out mutants. And she, she can resist it to it. Right, they're like, we're going to have to put him down. Okay, and she's yeah. like, I'm going to take this in. I can hold it back better till we find a cure. Yeah. And we'll split us. Yeah, and, yeah. Versus yeah. That's, her, that's her end goal. Um, anyway, she's kind of gone dark. She was on a team led by Magneto. And it was Sabretooth, her, and Rachel Gray. She's kind of gone dark. You find that the real reason Sabretooth sent Rachel Gray away is because he picked up Monet's scent. That's what I thought. And yeah. comes across her in limbo, and she's just ripping an inhuman apart, just like feeding on him. Sabretooth is oh like, Oh my god. Yeah, and Sabretooth is like, uh, Sup, sup, girl. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I'm just, I'm killing this guy. <laughs> and he's like, He's like, Yeah, 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 I see that, I see that. But, but I thought. You know, you did that to mutants because you needed it to feed the hunger. She's yeah. like, yeah, that's true, but, like, I don't know. This is kind of all right. <laughs> and she like goes back to destroying this guy. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> that's okay. She's like, she admits, she's like, yeah, this isn't, like, sustain the hunger, but, like, this is all so right. So killing the inhumans actually does nothing yeah, to feed it doesn't do anything. Hunger. She's like, ah, it's just kind of, like, fun, essentially. But she's, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, crazy. Yeah, it's definitely it's... Team X Men, right? Yeah, yeah. Cyclops was right. <laughs> yep. So anyway, they get in a little back and forth. They get in a tussle. Sabretooth is like, "I can't let you do this," and she's like, "Well, you got no choice." Back and forth. At one point, she tries to like absorb him, like lashes out with her tentacles. Um, she does absorb a little bit of his force, so she gains like some of his like attributes. So she's got like the claws that Sabretooth has, like the. But that's like a, from a previous arrangement they had. Right, right, right. The, the weird. Uh, I'll show the class. I'll show the class. Yeah. So the interesting part of this, and what really sold me on this, because it's a really cool interaction. It's characters you don't get a lot of time with normally. Yeah. And so you really the whole for most of this comment is an inner monologue of Sabretooth. Yeah. With him like, oh, now I'm a hero. I used to be a villain. I kind of don't fit either. He's like, I kind of just want to do my own thing. Like. I'm always have people telling me what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he really just wants to be like a chaotic anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like, I just want to do whatever. I'm, and so that was cool to see. Um, Sabretooth ends up like clocking Monet, and she like presumably gets knocked out for a second. And then he like looks over his shoulder, and he's like, "There's a, like a horde of like four or five demons coming at him," and he like leaps off to go face him. And there's this like inhuman kid there who's about to get pounced on by these demons, and Sabretooth like. There's a couple really cool pages of him like just going into combat with yeah, these demons, like shredding them apart. You really see like how just like strong he is. He's like covered in demon blood. Demon pieces are everywhere, and he's like, you know, I got him. Like he just took out all these people. <laughs> Straight jack. Yeah, and this inhuman kid is like, oh my god. Like I know mutants and humans have their differences, but like I was done for for sure. Like you saved my life, Sabretooth. Yeah. Like thank you. And Sabretooth is like, he looks at him and he's like, still covered in blood. His shirt's like ripped open. He's still like hawking out. He's like, I didn't save you. He's like, I was saving her. And then human kid's like, what? And then you see like Monet like leap up behind Sabretooth, shoot at her tentacles, and just like rip this inhuman kid apart and like suck up his life. <laughs> oh, <yes. holy laughs> shit. It was pretty gnarly. Yep. And Sabretooth is like, I'll keep your secret. I'm heading back to, you know, do the X-Men thing. Yeah. And then he's like, and he's like, you know what? I kind of felt good. Like, he's like, I, you know, I just did my own thing and that felt right. And he like, then he like goes back off to meet up with Rachel and like go back to the, the actual world out of limbo. Yeah. Even Monet to just feast on this person. 
That's how it ended. So it's, it's crazy. Holy smokes. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, a real left field pitch. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But it was a it was a badass, badass comic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was Oh, that's insane. Like, I know almost nothing about Sabretooth, even though Wolverine is the only X-Men I like. And... Like, now I think he's just a straight-up gangster. Like, yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, Look at that. Absolute savage. Look at that final page. Like, that... The, the scene of him just covered in demon blood, and the inhuman kid, like, oh, thank God. And he's like, nah, don't thank me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was just doing it for her. Yeah. Like, you're you're done, so... He, he like, ex- when he explains, he's like, yeah, if, if by any chance he got away... Right. He might let the other... He might let the X-Men or the Inhumans know about right. Monet. So even yeah, though yeah. that kid was probably more than likely cucked by those demons anyway, yes. he just like he got his own by ripping those demons yes. apart, and he got this kid killed so that he can't uh, yeah. tell anybody Monet. There was no it. way he could let the kid go and still protect Monet. Yeah, and also he was just like, well, I just uh, I'm gonna jack him up and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Just gonna slaughter a bunch yep. of demons and then uh, he sure did and feed children and some monsters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. yeah, sounds good. What, yeah. So, so what even are Sabretooth's powers? Because that's always been a point of confusion for me. Because I is he just literally Wolverine, but not kind of. He he's but got without the, the he's got the tracking. He's got the heightened senses. The uh, kind of a little bit more. He's got a little bit more like strength and speed. He's got more like animalistic mm. qualities. Whereas Wolverine is like durable. And has, like, trained his body to be... He's got the claws and stuff. Yeah. Sabretooth has got, like, literal... His his hands can, like, grow in, like, in large, like, animalistic, like, claws. He's a lot more... I'd say a lot more primal than yeah. Wolverine mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's really the big difference. Um, but that's why they butt heads, because they, they have similar traits. Yeah. But he's, he's much more on, like, the animalistic primal side, whereas Wolverine's more in control. Which is cool, because in the movies, you actually see them, like, when they have Liev Schreiber versus Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah. You see Liev Schreiber is always running on all fours, whereas yeah. Hugh Jackman's just running. And so he's, like, and he's like, climbing on yeah. walls. Yeah. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. There's, like, yeah. a very distinct difference there, yep. which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, it's very, it came out of nowhere. Um, I started pulling once, I you know... Uncanny X when I had dropped for a while, and once it became tied in with IVX, I pulled yeah. last issue. Yeah, which was and, also pretty which was good. good. It was yeah. actually really cool. And then I pulled this issue because it was another tie-in, and am I glad I did? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that uh, which, uh, yeah. Does that does that bring us down the alphabet to uh? Yeah, it does. To me. To you. What uh? So I think you guys are probably gonna. Uh, have no clue what happens in this. No, this is gonna be a straight up. Uh, what uh? What do you got for really? us? So, uh, I pulled something that I was very hesitant to pull when it first started because it just sounded ludicrous. Okay, but <laughs> did pull the duck. Yeah, well, I did pull that. So yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, my gamble on that one did not pay off. Uh, but. Doctor Strange slash The Punisher, subtitle Magic Bullets. Okay. It just sounds like a literal lunacy. Damn but, fine title. Damn oh, fine title. my God, am I glad I pulled this. Never <laughs> never in my wildest dreams did I think I would see a pairing of Doctor Strange and The Punisher and, and love it. And, and just be like, fair, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, that makes total sense to me. I love seeing someone just get gunned down in the streets. 
next to a magician. <laughs> I, you know? Are there do magic bullets make an appearance at all? Uh, not quite yet. Not quite <laughs> I yet. The, I remember but... the first issue had a cover of Doctor Strange with a magic shotgun. It looked like <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> but so I feel like to really get a sense of what's going on here, you have to set the stage uh, of what's going on in the Doctor Strange world in general because yeah. He's got a lot of kind of spiderweb stories going on right now. And the biggest overarching thing is something that came up in his main comic line, uh, I think, probably a couple months ago. That was called, like, the the death of magic, basically. Uh-huh. And there's this huge threat uh, referred to as the empirical, um, where these, this one guy from, like, an alternate universe has basically created this, like, scientific robot army that feeds on, seeks out, and obliterates magic in all forms. And so, what basically what ends up happening is this army is, is going across these dimensions. They, they start kind of, like, popping up in small numbers in uh, Marvel 616, and Doctor Strange starts to put out some tentacles, and he's like, yeah, I gotta start talking to some other Sorcerer Supremes, because this seems like some serious stuff. And there's one point that's actually really cool that he casts this spell that hadn't been cast in, like, they say something like 10,000 years. It's like it's almost like it's never been cast before. And it's a spell that the... The Crimson Bands of Sidorak? <laughs> no, that he casts no, actually quite often. Yeah. Yeah. No, that one too. He actually casts <laughs> quite often. Uh, okay. uh, uh, Charlotte must know it. Charlotte's got to know. It's got to be Charlotte. Shout out to Charlotte. Shout out to Charlotte. <laughs> if you're listening, what's your spell? spell? What's your spell? <laughs> uh, so, he casts a spell, and it's basically a spell that summons every... Sorcerer Supreme, which is a oh. universe's strongest sorcerer Jesus. across wow. the entirety of creation. That's some Avatar stuff there. And he's the only one that shows up. <laughs> wow. He's the only one that shows up. Really? And so it, it basically comes out that every other Sorcerer Supreme has been murdered by this like bloodbath that the Empirical have been sweeping wow. through existence. And they finally end up in Doctor Strange's territory. They're, like, feeding on magic. They're killing all these people. Um, he, he ends up besting them with kind of another plot point that was running a little parallel. He, he inadvertently creates this kind of, like, magical monster that they basically can't defeat. And they end up kind of taking each other out. Is that a Night of the Monster Men tie-in? No, uh, no, because none of the monster has DC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark so, was running yeah. some sort of monster thing. Oh, Monsters Unleashed, I oh, think. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Like monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, this is all to say that the, the world we find ourselves in right now, in the, the current universe, magic is almost non-existent because they, they basically did their job. Uh, spells aren't working. The usual stuff that they cast it doesn't really do anything. You see them much more often, like very commonly now. Doctor Strange is de- depicted wielding an axe because he he basically goes yeah. around and uh, he tries to claim magical artifacts that still have kind of remnants of power. Makes and, sense. Which brings us here to Doctor Strange. Slash the Punisher, where we we kind of open in the first issue on the Punisher. He's doing his Punisher thing. He's going into like a, a gang kind of meetup. He's gonna gun them all down. But it turns out that this particular gang 
the the Fusilieris have been dealing with some kind of dark stuff in, in an attempt to turn the tides in this power struggle they have going on with another gang down the street. And so he shows up in an unbelievable, like a totally left field kind of depiction in a Doctor Strange comic is he just starts gunning people down like in this. They're, they're in a restaurant. Strange he starts Punisher. Get, the Punisher, yeah, Doctor Strange, is not just start kicking people I, I down know, know. and blasting their brains across <laughs> the floor. You never know. But uh, but Frank Castle sure does. <laughs> he's, he just starts like blowing people to pieces. Classic him. He's like, "You, where do I find these guys?" And you'll live. And they're like, "Oh, right over there." And he just guns them in the face. It's like it's crazy. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and the the first issue kind of ends with. The the main like the head the head guys of this family have partnered with this uh, auxiliary figure who's helping them summon these demonic energies and they basically all both turn into demons and summon this huge demon army and that's when uh, the Punisher goes and he's like I can't like I can't deal with this like I got guns like I'm I'm totally fine to just gun down all these like bad guys in the streets like dogs yeah. but. Like, like, what am I going to do against these demons? Like, I'm just going to shoot a bunch of demons in the face? Like, Probably so not. He goes to get Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is originally like, get the heck out of here. You just straight murder people all yep. the time. Like, we <laughs> yep. can't, like, I can't work with you. That's As pretty the crazy. the normal reaction for everyone else in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, that's crazy. I'm not working with you. And he's like, well, if you don't work with me, everyone's going to get murdered by demons. Uh, <laughs> instead, of bad, right? instead of bad guys getting murdered by me with bullets. So, they, like, so ensues their, their team up. Their buddy cop team they, up. Yeah, and it's, it's it, surprisingly, deal, dude. it's surprisingly amazing. And they're both kind of, like, taking jabs at each other. You know, Doctor Strange is always kind of coming at the Punisher for being, like, a, like a spooky, like, muscle head. And the Punisher is always coming at Doctor Strange for being kind of, like, a, like a nerdy weakling. And, and even, they, they kind of draw each other like they really start taking stabs at their their obvious weaknesses like they they go into combat against these demons and there's like a bunch of just really cool pages of fight scenes where dr strange is just cutting people down with an axe and the punisher of course is gunning people down and um the punisher makes note draws attention to the fact that like dr strange is clearly He's like, wow, this, this is our Sorcerer Supreme. Like, usually this guy would roll in, and this kind of thing would just be over. Like, he would have just, like, boom, fixed right. everything. Snapped his fingers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, just, just redirected everything, taking care of this. And and now he, he just feels like he, he you're really getting much less of a magical vibe from him. But he, he has this cool line where he's like, but you can't you can't not say that a guy doesn't know how to swing an axe. And, like, in that moment... Strange just like cleaves a demon in half. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's amazing. Like, I'm so glad this is happening right now. Um, and, and it's really been something I've, I've been heavily enjoying. I love the story that was going on here. And I think part of that has been being such a huge Doctor Strange fan myself. Like, I, I've, I've been, I've really been missing the the powerful Doctor Strange, the one that like flies around, who casts the magic, who is the Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. and you've had this guy who, in all of his kind of spidering stories right now, is just kind of considered to be the weakling. He's just kind of like a, a guy who's talking out strategy. He doesn't really have the ability to do anything, 
and now partnered with the Punisher, he's he's swinging axes. They're gunning people down like they're really hitting the streets and and going to war, and and it's a cool thing to see. And, and it, it was, uh, I think, far and away my favorite comic of the uh, of the week. And I, I really like how it ends because they they come across a, a magical relic he's kind of been hanging off on using, which is just like. The Red Baron's biplane, Bugle. like Whoa. yeah, it's like it's That's like cool. it's like a ghost Red Baron's yeah. biplane. Wow. He's like, and the next episode, and like the the panel for the next episode is Strange is flying it, and the Punisher's in the back with a tail gun, like <laughs> like gunning people down. He's like, don't worry, we're gonna take to the sky. That's pretty good. Yeah, so it's it's just been like an unadulterated thrill ride. And this is we're issue. Two. Two? We're two issues two, in. Yeah. We're only two issues in. But I have really enjoyed and had a lot of fun with Bush issues so wow. far. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited for the third, and I'm really excited to see you, where it goes. You may have convinced me to, uh, it's not too late to hop on. So I, 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 I gotta say, as you were explaining it, I was just flipping through it, and just the first few pages, I it took every ounce of my strength and I bust out laughing <laughs> while you were talking. <laughs> like, um, the, the quips, like just everything about it, it it's, it's very reminiscent of like a really good Spider-Man Deadpool uh, issue where they they Absolutely. have that they have that same type of camaraderie and joking and all that. The comedy is gold. My favorite part of so far, just flipping through it, uh, Doctor Strange tosses Punisher. Like they realize, like Punisher's bullets aren't really effective against these eldritch beings. Yeah, and so he tosses them this this, this <laughs> oh, wand, yeah. and he's like, just think of a prison. Really anything, and, and go ahead and use the wand. And so he points the wand at this enemy, and he just goes chains. And then it doesn't work. <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah. And these demons are just laughing at him. So he snaps in half and stabs him in the eye. And it's like... <laughs> just both, like, kills both <laughs> demons with, like, two sticks. It was so good. Like, it's... it's and like, Strange's response is he's, like, so upset. And he's like, I didn't go all the way for Cleveland to get that. Like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I think, oh uh, yeah, like Andrew said, you definitely uh, convinced me. I'll have to read yeah. the first issue. Uh, the a surprisingly, like, good pairing that I did not expect. Yeah. I'm really glad it's going on right yeah. now. Cool. For sure. And oh, uh, man. with that, I believe, brings us to our uh, winner of the week. Justice League versus Power Which I think is Justice League versus Power well, I didn't Rangers. read that, so I'm a little <laughs> bit out of the loop if that's the case. No, well, good, because we were just yeah. joking, of course. <laughs> Uh, and I think uh, we can all agree. Inhumans vs. X Men? That's uh, uh, my pick. That's, that's that was, definitely my that pick. That was too. my vote as well. So That is my pick. Andrew, I think uh, as the guy who had the tie in, why, yeah. why don't you start us off? Why don't you start our discussion here? Sure. Uh, the current big winter event Marvel's putting it on in Humans vs. X Men. This is issue two. Uh, quickly, so which is really yeah. about a third one because they did right. have a pre and they had a zero issue. That's yeah. usually kind of you can just write it off, yep. but this zero issue is actually yeah, pretty, incredible. Pretty so I'd say we've had three solid issues yeah. so far. Uh, basically, the main conflict: the Terrigen Mists going around the world, making people into new and humans, is also killing every mutant. Uh, the mutants find out that the t- soon the mists are going to disperse become part of the atmosphere, and kill off every mutant. Mutants can no longer be on Earth, or they will be dead. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, it's going to happen in about two weeks. It is, like, make or break. They they are like, well, mm-hmm. even the mutants are, who don't typically favor aggression, 
or like like Storm in her yeah, faction. Yeah. She's like, Usually well, like the PC yep. Yeah, the mutants uh, have yeah. all banded together. They're like, we have to go to war. We there's no no time left. Like, yeah, it's us or them. There's so, there's clearly no other option. Yep. It's discovered by Beast, who is yep. working with, with the, the Inhumans. Humans. Yep, uh, and they've been working for like six months to try and, like that yeah, to, to try, to try and, and figure them. out. Like, because the mist is just kind of rolling around currently. Right, it's like a big weather pattern, a big cloud. Yeah. yeah. So, so is it, they've been having these kind of strike teams that are trying to find mutants in their path and, like, get them out because it's killing every mutant it touches. Yeah. Yep. And then Beast eventually comes to find that, like, it, it's not stable. It will disperse. Yep. Um, And once that happens, the, the, like, Earth's air will be the mist. Yes. And, and that will kill every single yep. mutant. So... War. Yep, war. Uh, issue one was great. One of the best uh, opening issues to like a big event that I've read in a long time. Uh, it's essentially the X-Men being like, we are going to war. There are a handful, few, a handful of Inhumans who are just going to totally stop us in our tracks. Yeah. We have to surgically... They're real powerhouses. Yeah, thinking, like, we have to surgically take them out. And once they're out of the way, like, it's a free-for-all. Like, let's do mm-hmm. it. So that was issue one. Issue two is after that. It's them assaulting the the inhuman, like, fortress uh, at this point with Medusa in control, uh, attacking them. You know, if I could really quick, I think that's yeah. why I like the Zero issue so much because I think that their pacing has been really good yeah. so far. Been, yeah. The Zero issue was highlighting the problem. Yep. Number one, as it should be, is the first strike. Yep. Number two is the the breakout of yep. war, and it, it's been like boom, boom, boom. Every issue, you're getting more meat and potatoes. Yeah. You're really pushing forward. We're really seeing like what's happening, and then you, we also have the benefits of the tie-in where you're getting like even yep. more gruesome, like bloody combat that's going on. Yep. Totally agree. This issue boils down to Medusa. Like, wait a second, where are all my A-listers? She's like, "Yo, Black, is anyone Black heard from Black Bolt?" Yeah. Nah, he ain't here. She's like, "Oh, he's probably on his way." Yo, where's Karnak? Nah. He's probably on his way too. She's like, <laughs> at this point, she's like, "Oh," and so she she turns to a couple people. She's like, "Listen, you got to get out of the city. The freaking X Men are here." Like, we shut the gate, but they can teleport, so, like, oh, that's not going to be yeah. anything. No, like, freaking well, yeah. And they're like, no, we got to stay in the, the city. She's like, listen, like, our, our A-listers are not here. Theirs are. Just get out of the city and do something. And they're yeah. like, okay. Just we'll survive. Just get out yeah. And, and, yeah, so the, the whole issue is the X-Men kind of laying siege. Um, well, what, yeah. I, what I really like in that scene, too, is just she's like, Everyone get out. Don't worry about me. Black Bolt, Crystal, they'll be here shortly, yeah. and we'll really yeah. turn the tides. And you're sitting there like, oh, oh, oh. No, they won't. well, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Will they now? So so we can launch into some more some more discussion. Uh, but that's basically the, the premise. Uh, the, these two Inhumans get out of the city alive yeah. um, and escape through a portal. Presumably at this point, and to your point, like whatever they've escaped and teleported to will hopefully balance the scales again. Yeah. Because yeah, at this point, be... the X-Men have, have trounced them. Mm-hmm. And you got to imagine that them making it out like this will lead into something cool that balances right. the Right. They're, they're going to seek out whatever power yeah. they can find that turns the tide. I think a couple of important points in this issue, though, yeah. is they go to great lengths to say that like the X-Men aren't 
by design killing them. Yeah. They're just trying to get them out of their way. Yeah. So that the Inhumans don't kill the X-Men. Yeah. Because they're like, Let's, like we got to do whatever is necessary to take care of this mist thing. Yeah. And we can't have the Inhumans slowing us down or stopping us. Because we got two weeks. Yeah. We got two weeks to figure this out or we're all the dead. Sure, sure. So if they slow us down, like, it's it's coins for us. Yeah. So. And, and that, that leads me into my first thing. Like, my, my thing that I was going to talk about with this issue was... And the reason why, another reason why I love that tie-in issue yeah. so much that I didn't bring up at that point because I knew we would get into it here. Mm-hmm. They send Magic and Nightcrawler, and their whole thing is like, listen, the royal and human family, Medusa and her cronies, like that's who our beef is with. Yep. The regular Joshmo and human, like we just can't hurt them. We gotta get them out of the way. Yeah. So they they use Magic and Nightcrawler to send all the Inhumans they can get to Limbo. They're like, we'll just throw them there. Like, yeah. they can't get out of there. Yeah. Like, what are they, what are they yeah, gonna do? They can't get in or out. Like, we'll see him in hell. Yeah, literally. Yeah, Turns out Limbo's yeah. hell. We'll take care of it, and we'll get them, and it'll be cool. And I'm just thinking, like, huh. <laughs> but it just shows like the length, like of desperation that the X Men are up against. But you're just like, okay, okay, it makes sense. And yeah. it, like, Could, they, well, and it's also definitely not a perfect plan, right, as we plan. see in the tie. And in the tie, I'm like. <laughs> Oh my god, like a whole bunch of them were dead because demons ripped them apart. I'm like, <laughs> wow, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I saw that coming. But it, so that's another, like, I, like the, the high end was like, okay, this is what I thought was going to happen. It's the repercussion for the actions yeah. at the end. I'm so yeah. glad that they went there. Because yeah. in the main time, like in the main line, they're not going to address that. But like, well, it's funny because yeah. the yeah. scene they show in Limbo, they're just like, they're all just kind of sitting on the rock, like, ah, yeah. oh, shit. Oh, see, <laughs> like a really Mickey Mouse kind This kind of sucks. Is that a Demon over there? Oh, man. He doesn't look nice. Tie-in comes. Send in the kid. Send in the kid. That's what I think... So, do you think they'll ever touch on, in the main story arc, the fact that, um, like, their inhumans are getting murdered based on the actions of the X-Men? I think it'll come back to a certain extent. Like, when, when... I'm assuming Medusa and the rest of the royal family see the the bodies and all that sort of stuff. It's like the X Men may not have directly killed them, but they put them in a well, situation. Much, yeah, not directly. I mean, but they weren't they weren't killed by the hands of X Men. It's not they like they like, well, killed. It's a like the X Men by Monet. So <laughs> she's an X Men. It's not like they she's like, adopted. It's not like they also accidentally killed like one or two Inhumans. They sent like every yeah. inhuman aside from the royal family, put them straight into a. Uh, it's the, it's definitely gonna have uh, limbo. Some sort of backfire. Oh, it's gotta. Effect. Yeah, because yeah. especially in be that red, like yep. it's gonna be bad. Especially in that tie-in, you see that how vast, like how many people yep. are just getting totally slaughtered in limbo. Sabretooth mentions it too. He's like, She's we like, can't have the Inhumans thinking we're the yeah. ones that did yeah, this. They basically put them, sent them to the grinder. Yes. They're yes, like, oh, we'll put them, put them in this, you know, place was this for a little safekeeping. Oh, it was accidentally uh, a garbage disposal. Yeah. Oh yeah, who turned that on? We actually <laughs> just massacred everybody. Yeah. I uh, I thought, I, I also liked, um, it's something you pointed out, Arya, uh, Medusa when you were reading through oh, it yeah. today, you're like, 
So like, wait, what is like, what is she gonna do? Like, what? Her hair moves <laughs> really what? bad. Split yeah, ends. yeah. yeah. So, like, and then uh, if you just walk us through uh, what you came to find. Yeah. So they, uh, Andrew and Link were mentioning like, yeah, when she when she gets war ready, it it gets pretty cool. And then I turn I turn the page as I was sort of refamiliarizing myself with Medusa's powers, uh, and I see she's in this like just regalia of just like black and she has this crown yep. that is very uh the closest resemblance i can i can pull is mira's crown for in uh in aquaman yeah i kind of thought um, she looked like proxima midnight almost uh, nah, that's nah, yeah nah. i guess with the little, all with the all bit. black yeah um but her hair is filled with razor blades and that is yeah. pretty pretty cool because she goes toe-to-toe with young beast yeah. and why he's not in pieces i'm arguably a little upset about but also like kind of disappointed um, it it looks really cool, and I'm just like uh, now I I understand why she's a total badass. Yeah, like, I mean, you think how many razor blades are in her hair? She's like, <laughs> she has some pretty long hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. somebody with such a great head of hair, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Save it for the video. <laughs> the vlog. The vlog. The vlog. Yes. The vodcast. The, I don't know. Video I guess cast? it's a vodcast. I, I think that's know. a thing. Well, yeah. nobody nobody wants any of that. Yeah. So nobody even wants. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so a couple of things I thought were super cool in that I I got really excited when somebody I forget somebody's like barking around orders I think it's Storm and she tells Wolverine to go chase these like guys who are escaping I'm like oh yeah here comes Mole Pal man oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. race them down and then it's like X twenty three dressed as Wolverine with like her weird yeah. claws I'm like ugh. God, where's where's old man Logan? We know like, how we all feel about yeah. taking a bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, they just know. They know how to rustle my jimmies, that's for sure. Oh, but you got your guy cameo. Well, so that's that's the thing. Like, I thought, and I didn't want to touch on it too early because I feel like a lot of things that are super important that I wanted to talk about happened kind of towards the end. But yeah. um, what I was getting at there was that, they, you know, basically these guys are teleported away. And they're like, oh, thank God we got away from Wolverine. And lo and behold, there stands old man Logan. Yep. Claws popped. And he's like, oh, looks like it's your it's your unlucky day, bub. And yeah. I'm like, oh, get him. Did they, did they get teleported to, uh, what's that, that place with the dinosaurs and shit? It looks like they got teleported to the Savage. The Savage. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But that that inhuman that they used to teleport, Whoa. I just thought it was like an actual teleportation until I read it. And then it was the it was a, a former inhuman. I, I can't imagine it would be the Savage Lands because I think how this all popped off is the Beast noticed that the Mist's concentration was getting huge in the Savage Lands. Uh, so, so theoretically, yeah, Wolverine would never be able to exist there. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be crippled. If not, maybe he would survive it, but he'd be like on the ground the entire time. Yeah. He would just be like standing there normally. <laughs> Wouldn't but, be good. But that was the other thing I wanted to talk about: is what the hell is this this teleporting thing? Like, what did they go to? Who is that? It is an, what, it is an inhuman. It's some What's kind of that power? Yeah, power. Um, they, I don't know enough about the inhuman, so I don't know. Some somebody they banished, presumably. That they, they feel like needed to apologize to them, they needed to apologize to him. They buried it in sand. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just a vacation gone. It just wrong. looks like a it just looks like a big door. Yeah. I it it's what's weird to me is it seemed like like a giant robot. Like the chest or the head of some giant robot, but it, it's it's like a some sort of portal. 
Yeah, we got to um, review the game tape. <laughs> well, it's, it's still... Con- I'm looking at the game tape right now, and it's still inclusive. a little... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it kind of just looks like a bunker. I guess maybe the idea is... I I mean, it's hard to say because I don't really know anything about the Inhumans. It could just be some sort of massive, well, we massive structure. Um... Yeah, I mean, if it's something that's known, if it's something that's not like Eldrak, Eldrak is his name. Eldrak the Inhuman. Wow, wow. So, because you can kind of see a little bit, presumably Eldrak goes with them. He was transformed to a large, immobile construct after he went into uh, went through Terra Genesis. Wow. He gained the abilities to teleport anyone. Okay, Eldrak so he's, door. he's like a big, yeah, he's like a big he's door. He's literally the door, it's in his name now. They just send somebody lame. there, yeah. It's kind of lame for him. Yeah, it sucks. So why, I wonder what the whole conflict there was, like... And that's interesting that they have two, kind of two major entities that fulfill a similar purpose. You know, almost like, almost like kind of a, kind of an odd write-off, right? Because that's, that's why they neutralize the dog, is so something like this can't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, suddenly they also have this other guy who happens to be, like, a yeah, big sure, construct. Sure. That can t- the, 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 basically, they have a Stargate. They have yep. Stargate Atlantis built into the desert. <sighs> you just wonder what, like, what, what could be on the other side of that? Like, what can they, what can they bring to bear to even the scales at this point? It's gotta be... The, they have to find something. Eldrak must have sent them towards Black Bolt, towards Crystal. Realistically, the thing that's gonna turn the tide is gonna be Black Bolt. Yeah. It, he has to be, because they've neutralized basically the numbers of Inhumans. They've gotten them yeah. all basically slaughtered in limbo. And now you got the crack X-Men team versus the crack Inhumans team. And I think what basically... My supposition would be what's gonna happen is the Inhumans like main dynamic team is gonna rally and that's gonna be our big battle. Bust down the door. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. X Men like Magneto, Nightcrawler, Old Man Logan, Storm. They're gonna roll against like Black Bolt, Crystal, Medusa, um, and well, the dog. Well, Crystal might not be doing so well. Magneto blew up their entire ship. So. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, fine. She's that's probably in pieces. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Seeing him. Who knows. We'll Can't, wait next time, yeah. Can't wait to see. Can't wait to see on uh, yeah. next episode of uh, Inhumans vs. X Men. Enjoying the event immensely. For sure, absolutely, yeah. very very strong, absolutely. Um, Does that bring us to next week? Looking forward to. I think that I think that brings us to uh, yeah speculation and anticipation. Yeah, next week. So Marvel on their docket, they have all new X Men, Amazing Spider Man. Which should be called Conspiracy still, mm-hmm. which yep. will be good. Uh, Avengers 3.1, which is like the launch of a new arc, so eh. Uh, <laughs> Black Panther, Black Widow, Luke Cage, Captain America, Sam Wilson. Uh, Colon Conspiracy 4, absolutely. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool and Mercs for Money. Deadpool the Duck number absolutely. 2. Wow, a bi a bi-weekly for really Deadpool the yeah. Duck, huh? Doctor Strange, Gamora, Gwenpool, Invincible Iron Man, not to be confused with Infamous Iron Man. Yeah, because this one's uh, garbage. Mighty Captain <laughs> Marvel number 1, which I read Zero Issue. Oh, here we go. The next one up, yep. I think we were just talking about. This Monsters oh, yeah. Unleashed. Night of the Monster. Oh, Monsters Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, is a, this is a strong uh, contender. Hatsy. It's a number 1. Somebody's got to pull it. Yeah. I think that's on Yeah, Hatsy Walker, <laughs> a.k.a. Hellcat, Spider Gwen, sixteen for sure. Squadron Supreme, Star Lord number two, Ultimates, 
uh, Uncanny and Humans, U.S. Avengers, which they made another issue for some reason, and Venom <laughs> rounds out their projected titles. Is this for Flash Gordon week. Venom? Or Flash Thompson Venom? Flash Thompson, Thompson Flash, yeah. Yeah. Flash, Flash Gordon, Gordon Venom would be, be OP. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. That's, your, that's your Marvel yeah, titles. That's your Marvel yeah, I would titles. say, kind of, I mean, at, at initial inspection, kind of a, kind of a slow week. So are we? I'm, I'm telling you right now that Mighty Captain Marvel, that number one issue, is going to be really good. Yeah. I read the Zero issue, okay, uh, just because I wanted to see where they were taking it after Civil War Two, uh, and the Zero issue was pretty good. So I'm expecting big things from that first. This issue. is in the wake of Captain yes. Marvel, effectively, yep. basically dealing killing with the Tony fact Stark. that she's killed Tony yeah. Stark. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get back to normalcy. I think that's going to be. Yeah. A, a good issue kind of out so, of the So, a couple of possibly strong picks. I mean, we have Clone Conspiracy yeah. that we know is going to be really sure. good. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we have Deadpool the Duck that we know is going to be a hard going to really pick you up. Um, but, I mean, from there we're talking yep. Clone Conspiracy, possibly Mighty Captain Marvel could stand to be really good. Um, I, think, I think your Clone Conspiracy really, has your chance to be pick of the week collectively if it's strong. I think Mighty Captain Marvel has possible. a chance to kind of come out of nowhere and okay. be good. But other than that, um, yeah. Well, you also two. have the Uncanny and Humans as the tie-in for IBX. Which could be good as well, right? Because yeah. that, that, that is an IBX tie-in, so that also has. So those yeah. are the three I would keep your eye on. I mean, yeah. I, I would say at least from Marvel, until we hear what's coming from the DC, nothing's jumped out at me so far as, as something I'm really looking forward to in terms of I think could possibly really – Hold the title of winner of the week. Maybe, um, once again, Deadpool the Duck. Um, but I think let's uh, go on to DC. Well, I just want to <laughs> before we, before we jump to to DC though, I do want to mention that all new X Men, Inhumans, Uncanny Inhumans eighteen, Deadpool and the Mercs for Money, um, and Extraordinary X Men are all. IVX tie-ins. Holy smokes! Yes. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you have Deadpool and Mercy for Money has been pretty terrible. Like it's a tie-in. It's a tie-in. So, I mean, it's yeah. Tie-in. So it depends on how yeah, how, how how much terrible. you're enjoying it. Could so. be terribly but tied in. Just to I put mean, it on the, the radar. Tie-ins are usually he's yeah. looking at some party that has reference to the main line and then does something completely separate from the yeah. story. Yeah, well, I mean, you may see like a Medusa Deadpool. You never know. You never know. But DC, I am I am not. I'm afraid that that's uh, you know up for pick of the week or even one of the weeks. So. What, do, what, do we, uh, what do we got? DC was DC. We got Aquaman, which I've always enjoyed since yeah, the start of Rebirth. Fantastic and really, um, really popping off after the last issue. I think yeah. we're really about to hit a really cool climax. This this Daylor storyline is just really really great. Yeah. Um, Batman always has been pretty well. I minus the letters to Catwoman, but so far very good. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. Is good to know, but I have no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Harley Ugh. Quinn, He-Man, Thundercats, strong DC ma- uh, pair-ups, gotta say. <laughs> uh, Injustice Ground Zero, Justice League 13, Justice League of America, The Ray Rebirth. Ooh, whatever. number one. Uh, it is a number one. It is a number one. Uh, they're basically they're going through right now with the Re- Rebirth and uh, adding stories for original Justice League of America characters like Vixen, like Adam, like the Ray. Um, so you'll see those coming out. Justice League, uh, Justice League for Suicide Squad. They're um, cranking those out. 
Yeah, yeah we are. We're it, five it, issues in already. I, I feel like already just started. Three Justice League issues that are technically tie-ins. Um, they they really are just just knocking those out right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kamandi Challenge Special. Not sure what it is. It is a number one though. So <laughs> yeah, someone will get it. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that's our yeah. Lucifer for Lucifer, uh, Nightwing, Raven, Suicide Squad, Most Wanted, Superpowers Three, Superman, and Trinity. Um, as far as heavy interests, I know we mentioned Aquaman, Batman already. Yep, Green sure. Arrow has always been tops yep, on our those list. Would be mine. Um, yeah. Green Lanterns. Honestly, I have been enjoying these last couple issues with the Phantom Ring, and it's been going on. I know you guys are against it. I, I guess I will let you know how those are. Um, Justice League. Anything with the Justice League Suicide Squad tie-in, I'll be picking up. Nightwing has been pretty good. I really yeah. enjoy what he's doing in Bloodhaven. Um, Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven. Yeah, you had a really of, good issue recently. Once again, I'd say a couple of strong comics, but n- none of our usual. None of our usual of our picks usuals, for, yeah. for win. The only I mean, usuals would be the... Green, Green Arrow, Aquaman, and Batman. Yeah, for, I mean, for pick um, of the week, nothing, nothing's really jumping out at me. I, I'm, I'm kind of coming back around to Clone Conspiracy. I think Clone Conspiracy on the heels of the big Ben Riley reveal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What comes next? As I think, if not that just issue, on the Ben Riley reveal, but the Peter Parker being like, "Tell me yeah, more." Yeah, tell me more. Yeah. That has the potential to. I think out of everything, that has the potential to run Knock away. The socks off. Right. And then there's gonna be obviously like stuff each of us finds kind of out of nowhere. Like I, I think I may enjoy the Miss Marvel, like the Captain Marvel thing a lot. Yeah, sure. So I think all of us will find something, but I think that Clone Conspiracy one is the one that I the all pick could be. Week. I'm targeting. Could be, that would be huge. My, my safe money bet now. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I think the only thing that I think could possibly stand against it, and I think last week. Aquaman as well as Green Arrow yeah, both sure. ended off at like Such really setting show, up yeah. for the next section to That's be true. really really cool. That's true. Um, so I'm really excited for this issue of Aquaman. I'm really excited for this issue of Green Arrow, uh, and, and I think that it could be a really great week for them. Nice. Well, I guess we find ourselves at the outro. The catchphrase. Uh, are we? Are we here? I think uh, in light of our soft intro, we may just have to in unison do the do the Green Lantern Oath. Okay. <laughs> I will never turn out and do the Green Lantern Oath. I, I mean, I think, I, I don't know, it's up to you guys, but I think in light of our soft intro, I think we, we probably need to all Google it right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say, some, we'll, have, we'll have to yeah, edit and post as we all the, Google it to make the sure it's other, right. The other two of us who are not Andrew Montoya didn't <laughs> say it every night as he fell asleep, so... Uh, I was going to do the Red Lantern Oath. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we didn't cover a Red Lantern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, once everyone gets there, because I'm definitely Google. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, well, but I immediately came to the Red Lantern <laughs> What's, what's amazing is so many of them are just variations of each other. Like, they're just flipped, but it's it's pretty fun. All right. Well, I'm ready. Well, I've got some. I've now got some sort of disease on my phone. So <laughs> well, I, sorry, yeah. we could. Somebody's had to share. I've got a seven plus. I'm pretty sure I just yeah. contracted a virus. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Gentlemen. <laughs> All right. And as uh, as always, listener, you you handsome bastard. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, and enjoy your night. Three. <laughs> two. One. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might 
Beware my power. Green Lantern's light. Cut the feed. <laughs> <laughs>